Welcome back, Lumberjack fans. Hey, y'all. How's it going? So, we're recording this episode for the University of Central Arkansas game, actually, on Thursday, the day after the Abilene Christian game. We're going to record that one for y'all tomorrow, so you'll have that tomorrow to listen to before the the weekend, but um, we're, we're going to try to take yeah, it back. Yeah, the Sam game. Yeah, take it back a bit to our game on Monday. Uh, so A little mo- bit happier times. A little bit yeah, better. I was like, forgive us for being a little kind of blah today. We're just still kind of reeling from last night's uh, shocker game, but we'll talk more about that one tomorrow. Again, so you guys can listen to it before the Sam Houston game, the last game of the season, the last game in the Southland. Thank God. Um, but first, like Jacqueline said, we're going to definitely focus on the ACU game in this podcast. Yeah, we, Ooh, we feels need... Like, we feels need, like forever ago. It does feel like forever ago after the series of events of last night. So we, we just need a minute to um, digest that one and breathe before before we get into all that. So anyhow, Monday, uh, March 1st at 3 p.m., we played Central Arkansas, and that was a makeup game um, from the snowpocalypse week when we were supposed to play them after the UNO makeup game. Um, all these makeup games. Uh, but yeah, right. so they played Monday afternoon. We watched online from home. Thank goodness this one was at three instead of at like, mo- whatever. The other one was moved up like almost during the lunch hour. So, um, so a little background history on us in central Arkansas, uh, 22 wins and two losses is our, our history in matches with them. Our largest margin of victory was 109 to 58 in 2015. And the smallest margin of victory was by one point, 77 to 76 in January of 2020. Um, our last matchup was this year in January, uh, January 13th. We beat them 95 to 69 um, at home. So going into that game, UCA was 4 and 17 overall and only 3 and 10 in conference. Um, they had only won one game since we last played them, but it was a really big win because they beat Abilene Christian. Um, yeah, which would have loved if we kind of had that juju last night. I know. Uh, so it's just, you know, basketball. Every day is a new day. Um, never know what's going to happen. But uh, so their L's they took over the season, just a little refresher. They lost to Memphis, Little Rock, St. Louis, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Baylor, they lost to Sam twice. Uh, they lost to us. They lost to Nichols twice. They lost to ACU, Southeastern Louisiana, Northwestern, McNeese, and UNO. So pretty much almost everyone. I think the only people they didn't lose to were Incarnate Word and Houston Baptist, and they don't play them. So um, they did win against Champion Christian, McNeese, UNO, and that big one against Abilene Christian. Um, so there's that. Oh, man. <sighs> Uh, the starters for this game were back to our normal starting lineup. We had Gavin, David, Rati, Calvin, and Cam. Uh, we did end up winning 79-66, um, and their stated attendance was 297. Which I guess is right. I didn't get to actually physically watch it, but I'm assuming that sounds about right when it comes to the uh, attendance. Who knows? I've never been to UCA. I don't plan on going to UCA ever again. Um, 
I hope I never have to go back up to Arkansas for any sort of any, I like Arkansas, meaning like I like the surroundings. I think Arkansas is a very pretty state. It's very natural. Obviously, I think that's the, their tagline is like the natural state. I think Arkansas yeah. is beautiful, but I hope to never have to take a long ass road trip to Arkansas to watch a basketball game or football game ever again. Yeah, I went, I can't remember if it was last season or the season before. I guess it was the season before last that I went up to Conway and watched um, that game. But actually, their campus is really beautiful. Um, it really is. Yeah, their but, campus is great. Their campus is great. But but the their gym is kind of like a high school gym. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember... And it's, again, it's not so much... Yeah. I remember being a little peeved because they had a clear bag policy, and I was just like, really? Like... <laughs> So it's like a high school gym, but whatever. Um, I know. And it's not so much like I don't like the drive. Like, I love driving. You know me. I love taking road trips. I love driving. I think to me it's just I don't like those schools. Like I just don't like it. I don't like going up there. I get a bad vibe. Like when we took that trip to Jonesboro, I it was okay. But, man, I just I felt like we were literally sitting there with like targets on our backs the whole time. Like I just – that was not – I was, that was not fun for me. I don't like going up to Conway. I don't like going up to yeah. Jonesboro. I, you know, like, another thing is, it's like, there's nothing really a lot to do in Arkansas. Like, at least when we go to, like, say, for example, when we go to Natchitoches, like, at least there's, like, fun places to go and eat and do and see and because it's historical, da-da-da. Like, if we went to, like, UNO, that's in NOLA, we'd have a good time there. You know, things like that. But... Yeah. Anyway, so we're not going to go over the Southland standings because obviously they wouldn't be accurate because they'd be reflected from last night's events and games. So they would not be obviously correct for Monday's game. You know, if, the, if we if, whenever we do this, we'll have to just like take a screenshot of whatever the standings were. Yeah. At, at a point. See, I always think about doing that and then I never freaking do it. <laughs> um, so that's my bad because, you know, I look at the standings. I'm the standings person. So. That's all on me. I, I feel like I should remember to do that for next season. But we literally, we literally have this game to talk about the the ACU game to talk about, and of course the you know Sam Houston game to talk about, and then we're done for this season. Like it feels yeah. like it's flown by. It's it, wild. It feels like it's flown by, but at the same time, it feels like it's been forever. You know, it's been dragging. It's like that it's both. weird. Yeah. Because I, I feel like it just our season just started, but at the same time, it's probably because we haven't played like a handful yeah. of games because of, you know, cancellations and postponements and then things like that. So it's just, again, wild. And then so, snowstorms, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We've had so many different delays and different this and that. And I'm just, I'm glad that this season is, is over. I'm not glad with how it's ending specifically, not personally, but just for the team. But, um, I'm glad that it's almost over so that way we can just wash our hands yeah. of it, move on, get ready to join the WAC and have a whole new challenge and, and, and competition. That's what I'm just ready for. So, but anywho, let's, let's, let's move on. We'll talk about the stats. Jacqueline goes over the stats like a champ. So I'll all right, Sean Kennedy's stat section, uh, the overall field goal percentage for this game, we were 52.7. Nice. Uh, our three-point percentage is 25%. Um, our free throw percentage was back up where I like to see it, 
points in the paint. We had 34 points off turnovers, 21. Second chance points, 10. Fast break points, 8. So both a little low, but oh well. Uh, bench points, 16. Our total rebounds, we had 34. 11 offensive boards and 23 defensive boards. We only have 15 fouls. Um, only 13 turnovers, which is not bad. Uh, we forced 16 turnovers. We had nine steals. We had five blocks. And our game leaders, uh, we had three kind of all up there at the top. Cam came back. He had 18 points, five rebounds, three assists, two blocks, two steals. Something in every category. Stellar game. We we both kind of expected that he would have a really good game since that's, that's kind of almost a home game for him. I, I think he had quite a crowd show up to – to I watch. Agree. So yeah. that was nice. I was happy for him. Uh, Rati also with 18 points, six rebounds, two assists, one block, one steal. Also, hell of a game, everything in every category. Uh, Gavin, 14 points, five rebounds, and three steals. I got to say, Gavin's been kind of putting up the numbers on steals lately. Um, you know, I like to lovingly talk shit about how he's not fast enough to, to force a steal, but he's been putting some up. So. Anyhow, uh, feats of strength. So my starting five, I have a few offensive notes because we just did several things well. Um, I, I felt like Nigel's doing really well as far as scoring and free throws. Um, I mean, he only scored four points, but he was two of two from free mm-hmm. throws and one of three on field goals. Um, Charlie was making some really good moves to the bucket. He scored 10. That's one of his higher scoring games. Um, and he also had ten. Re- I mean, six rebounds, so he almost had a double-double. Um, but he was just making some really good moves to the bucket. Uh, he was not making shot fakes, and he was scoring uh, by just taking it in. Um, Calvin did make an almost three-pointer. It was literally like his toe was on the line, um, which was which was amazing. Yeah, that, that. Because he, he's one of those, he doesn't shoot them often, but when he does, he, he sinks them. But then my, my little side note for that was, please only try this once per game, because then he tried again and missed um took yes, an actual totally. three miss. I agree like way miss big time miss um yeah. Rati was taking advantage of the zone defense with some threes that was nice he was two for two from the three-point line um and David was making some great drives and he had a nice three as well so um just really good offensive game uh defense like I said Gavin had three steals um Nigel took a nice charge uh Cam was back, like we said. I mean, he came back full force this game. And uh, like I say, he was the high point with all those other stats. He was 8 of 10 from the free throw line, 5 of 9 on field goals. And uh, Rob said, nice to see Cameron rejoin us. (laughs) I was thinking the same (laughs) thing. Um, So that was nice. Um, We we had a nice little hustle to get back in by halftime because they did come out kind of strong, which is – which is one of my airing of grievances points, but, um, and everybody got to play. So overall, nice little road win. For sure. I agree as well. I definitely echo a lot of what you said. I'm going to mention a few things, obviously that you said as well, when it comes to the fact that Cam was back. Thank you, Jesus. I know we were really concerned about him during the Lamar game because he just was not acting himself. And I re- I really still truly believe that he was like, either like didn't feel good or he was injured because 
even again, even on his cold nights, like even when he is not shooting well, he's still playing good defense and still making assists and still like participating in the damn game. Yeah. The Lamar game, he just looked like he was just absolutely just not there. You know, like he honestly would have just been, done better sitting on the bench because he just, I think he was hurt or something. He was fatigued. I don't know what was going on with him. Because even, again, even on cold nights, he's still doing other things on the court to help the team win. So he was back, 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 back in a huge way. Whatever was going on with him, obviously, was better. No big deal anymore because he was back, definitely playing more like himself. Again, like I said, even on the cold nights, he's at least doing something on the court. And he was yeah. back to doing something on the court in a big way. Um, I know Jacqueline already mentioned his stats, but as is just a reminder, I mean, he played 35 minutes. He was five from nine field goal. He did miss a three-pointer, which I thought it was a three-pointer. Rob thought it was a three-pointer. I think everybody thought it was a three-pointer, but they counted it as a two, so boo on them. Uh, his foot was probably on the line, so whatever. He was shooting well from the free throw, free throw line, eight of eight of ten. Um, he didn't have any offensive rebounds, but he was doing well defensive wise. Five. Uh, he had only one personal foul, which is good, and he had two blocks, two steals. Like Jacqueline said, he pretty much had everything in every category. So again, he was doing really well, which is again a huge departure from what he did on Saturday in Lamar. Like he was had like nothing across the board, not a zip zero nothing. Yeah. So I was I was loving the fact that he was back for that. Um, let's see here. Like I said, we were he was making baskets early. When it comes to Cam, Calvin with that long two, man, that cracked me up. Because I mean, again, I was sitting there listening to Rob. I wasn't watching it visually because I have lots of grievances about that. But I'll get to that in a second. And Calvin, I can hear Rob saying like, oh, and Calvin for three. And I was like, oh, shit, because normally he doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And, or if he does, it's, it's, you know, always a long shot if it goes in. But then he said, oh, no, but they counted as a two. His foot was on the line. I was like, son of a bee. So Rob's like, that was a long two. And I was like, <laughs> just laughing. I was just laughing. Again, thank God for Rob. Really, really thank God for Rob. A um, couple other things on offensive note. Rati, David, both were hitting threes there toward the end of the game and really kind of kind of sealing the deal for the win, um, which was, of course, extremely helpful. Thank God. Because, again, we started the game extremely slow. Uh, and so I liked that the fact that Rati and David both kind of came back from a very slow start and really kind of started picking up speed. And then the fact that we clawed our way out from a 10-point deficit to lead at the end of the half by three points was just big for me. You know, it really showed the fact that we could overcome a little bit of diversity, especially in that game, um, because we usually always play pretty well against UCA. You know, there's always been a few times where it, you know, didn't turn out well, but usually we play really well. So the fact that they that UCA started out so quickly and started out like just on a scoring frenzy and we were just cold as shit was really kind of disturbing for me so I was like really 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 pleased that they came out of that deficit to lead the half um defensive wise Nigel was drawing offensive fouls left and right I mean he was doing well obviously again like Jacqueline mentioned in the in the point spread or in the statistics uh he was one of three he wasn't doing well when it comes to the twos he was over for three threes he was over three or 0 for 2, I'm sorry. He did well on his free throws, and he had 
only four points total, which is fine, but he was actually doing other things on the court, um, which I appreciate, like drawing offensive fouls and whatnot. Big country, defensive-wise. Again, he had a big steal. Gaben also had, he was stealing balls left and right, like he was a robber stealing cash from a bank. He was just taking balls out of hands left and right, which sounds bad in my head, um, but it's funny. And I'm just, <laughs> He was just taking balls left and right. No big deal. Uh, Calvin had a big block, and I always know, like, like can gauge how excited Rob is on the block based off of how like excited and high pitched his voice gets. You know what I mean? And so, like, when I heard Cal, when I heard Rob say, "Oh, Calvin, what the fuck, man!" I was just like, "Oh God, I wish I could see that right now." And so, kudos to Cal for having a big old monster block. Um, we did good with the points off of uh, turnovers as well. Uh, it wasn't as big as we normally get, but it's about average, I would say. It's not the most we've ever had, but it's about at 24. You know, it's about average. Yeah. Um, yeah. Decent yeah. pips. Pips weren't as high as they normally were. We were kind of, they're only at 34. Usually we're 40 and above, but again, 34 isn't horrible. That's not in the range of, oh, we need to worry yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, bench points were pretty good, and I kind of attribute majority of those bench points to Charlie and um, because he had the 10, everybody else was obviously starters and they were scoring pretty well as well. Um, and then we only had 15 fouls, which is pretty good for us, pretty good for us. And then, you know, Charlie had the most with four. He was really the only person in foul trouble. So that was probably, that's a good point in my mind is the fact that he was really the only one that was in foul trouble and he wasn't a starter. Usually us, those starters like Calvin, uh, you know, Gavin or in foul trouble. So that was awesome. Okay, moving on to our favorite section. Well, I don't know if it's favorite (laughs) because it's so just, we just can lay it all out on the line or if it's just because of this video. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're gonna hear about it. All right, so now, whether you like it or not, you're gonna hear about it. Okay, so first off, I have major, major, major qualms, issues with the frickin' feed. I tried to log in to the feed. I know Jacqueline has a same, a similar complaint, but not at Wait, the same time. Yeah, even but I have even more because I actually somewhat got in. So we, yeah, we have so, lots of complaints. Right. So my my biggest complaint is the fact that I was able to get on and log in because I, I have an account still technically with them, which is stupid. But they still have my email address, whatever. I was able to log in to watch, which I understood that I had to pay. I tried to pay twice. And twice it knocked me off and it, it literally made my entire computer screen go black. I thought it killed my computer. I thought it like downloaded a fucking <laughs> virus on it or something. Literally, I, I hit pay, you know, it was five, whatever, five bucks for the, for the, to watch it one time, literally hit pay and my entire screen went black and like turned off. And I was like, what the flying f- so at this point, I'm pissed because I'm missing half the game. You know, I'm missing like the first two minutes of the game. I'm getting irritated. So I then I try to log back in and try to do it all again, put my money, put my credit card number in, all this stuff, try to hit pay again. I was like, okay, thinking, oh, that was just maybe a fluke, whatever. Clicked it again. Knocked me off totally again. 
screen went black. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm not doing this. It didn't charge me. I'm over it. I'm not going to do this again. Obviously, it doesn't like me or my computer or my credit card. That's fine. You don't have to take my money this time or ever again. You see it. <laughs> you can honestly take a long walk off a short pier for all I care. So I listened to Rob the entire time, which was totally fine. I was watching the ESPN um, stats because the UCA stats were also jacked up. Wouldn't even let you launch the entire stat cast, which was stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, anyway, so that's my issue with that. The best quote, not not the best quote of the night, but Rob always has great quotes. But one of my favorite quotes was the night was when we had – because literally, we, we again, we started the game on – we started the game so slow. Oh, my God. We could not get anything to fall. We had them – they were literally on a seven out of seven. Like, they literally scored every single time they almost went down the court. They were seven for seven to begin the game. It was like 10 to two. We couldn't score anything. They were hitting it all. And literally, Rob was sitting there like, maybe one day they'll miss a basket. <laughs> And I was just laughing so hard because I'm like, that'd be great because we really, really need to uh, get this shit going here. You know, Eddie Quaalude was just killing us. Absolutely yeah. killing us. Let me let me pull up his stats real fast here. I mean, he had 16 points. He was five for nine, four out of five for threes. Yeah. I mean, two out of two on free throws. He had four rebounds. He had four steals himself. Yeah, Eddie was kicking our ass. Yeah. Kicking our ass. And I was just, especially in that very first half, and I was just not here for it. Um, and so finally we started, you know, rolling a little bit, which was good. But ah, damn, man. The beginning of the game, I literally I had I had bad like vibes from it. I was just like, this is not gonna be good if we cannot get the scoring rolling. And I was like, if we're not at least tied or close or either up at half, I was like, we're not going to win this game. I knew it. I just had it. I was just like, we're not. We're just not. Because we can't keep having Eddie Quaalude over here kicking our ass. Especially four for five from the three. Like, he just was not missing. Yeah. Like, he missed one, obviously, but he was not missing. He was the only one on their team that just, like, was playing lights out from the three. There was a few other guys that obviously hit from the three. Um, but one guy was one out of five from the three, Jackson Baker. One guy was uh, uh, Ry- Rylan Bergs- Bergerston, whatever the hell you say his last name, was one out of three. Uh, Colin Cooper was one out of three. Everybody else was Ofer. So, I mean, Eddie Quaylude was honestly kicking our ass. And I was just like, we got to figure out how to stop him. But we got to. Um, oh, man, we had a moving screen. We had a couple. I don't know if we had more than one, but we had one moving screen that managed just honestly killed our momentum a little bit uh charlie can't do those man he cannot have moving screens like that egregious you just gotta stop it stop 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 um man we did have a lot of missed threes in general uh from this game specifically so we were three out of 12 from the three-point line we the only person that actually was perfect from three was rati for two for two Everybody else was either one or oh four. Um, we had Nigel over two. We had Calvin over one. Uh, we had Gavin over one as well, which he never takes threes. I don't know what the frick he was thinking there. <laughs> and then Cam was over one as well, which 
again, isn't really like him. So again, Roxy was the only person that was actually hitting threes. Uh, oh, and David, he was one of four. Literally, him and David were the only ones that actually made their uh, made a three. But you can't do that. Oh, God, especially when you got freaking Quaalude over here making every goddamn three. Um, and then my last Aaron Gergigrance is about Demir. God damn it, Demir. You got to stop shooting the freaking three. You got to stop, stop, stop. You played for literally two seconds, Demir. Well, how, how long was he in for? He was in for one minute. One freaking minute. <laughs> And he tried to shoot a three, and he freaking missed it. Thank God he made two out of two for his three free throws. Otherwise, I would have been really pissed. Yeah. Um, yeah, no shit. Like, really pissed. But at least he made those. He made up for it a little bit. But still, like, I feel like any time he gets in, as soon as he gets the ball, like, his first touch of the ball, he just sails a three. He just tries. <laughs> he just throws it up. He doesn't even get set. He doesn't even take a breath. <laughs> Literally, as soon as he checks in the game, high five, he's in. Two seconds later, he gets the ball, and he just shoots it. I'm like, bro, at least pass the ball a little bit more and, like, get yourself a little bit more set in the yeah. in the passing and in, in the game and in, in the play, and then try for a three. Like, give like I know you can make them. I don't think he can. <laughs> no, but, like, I've seen him make them. Like, I've seen him make the three. Like, I know he can Ooh. make a three. Like, I've seen him make it. I know it's in him. He can do it. I mean, if, if freaking Calvin and can make a three, for God's <laughs> sakes, I think Demir could probably hit the three. I've seen him do it in practice. Like, he can do it. I know he can. Is he a three-shooter like a Rati or like a David? Absolutely fucking not. But I know he can at least hit it. But he just doesn't need to do it so quickly. He needs to take a freaking breath and wait. Yeah. It just irritates me beyond no belief. As funny as he is and as goofy as he is, I can't get over it. I just can't. Uh, yeah, it doesn't make up. No. No, not one bit. No, 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 and no. Anywho, that's the end of mine. I know you have more to say about the, the feed so, yeah, the have, game itself, so go for it. I have even more complaints on that because, so, on mine, like, when it first pulled up, it acted like I wasn't going to have to pay for it. Like, I just clicked the play button and it said you know it showed the little screen like waiting for feed like waiting for game to start right. or whatever so I was like okay maybe they changed I don't know whatever like it was well then right whenever the game was supposed to start then it like refreshes and pops up and is like oh you have to log in and pay for it so I'm like I mean I've been sitting here for five minutes I could have already had this done so then I had to like scramble and go get my debit card and then I tried to put in my Yahoo email address, which is what I always use. And it was like, you already have, and this already, this account already exists. And I'm like, well, I don't remember the password. So whatever, we go to my Gmail. So like by the time I got logged in and paid up, I missed a minute and a half of play. So I was pissed off about that. Well, then during the whole game, like the, they had the little score on the screen, but then they had a banner below that that showed the score and the time. So first of all, the banner. Oh, really? okay. Yeah. So first of all, the like extra banner at the bottom was lagging, and so the time and the score on it was not caught up to the one that was actually on the screen right above it. So there, there was like inconsistencies with that the whole time of me trying to sync up Rob's feed with them because I was looking at two different scores and two different time clocks because they weren't matching. Um, right. Then it also didn't, sh like, it didn't show any of the other stats. Like, it didn't show, because, you know, normally it'll show 
the score, the game clock, it'll show the shot clock, and then even sometimes it'll show, you know, it'll at least show if, it might not show the number of fouls, but it'll at least show if they're in the bonus or double bonus. Didn't show the fouls, didn't show the bonus or double bonus, didn't show timeouts left, didn't show shot clock, like literally all it showed was the game clock and the score. So every time they were shooting, I'm like, I, it would be lovely to know what was left on the shot clock as I'm watching this position. But anyway, um, it was just really annoying. Uh, then my second one was that UCA got that super hot start. So they were outscoring us on points in the paint and points off turnovers at the beginning of the game. They went eight for eight the first five minutes. Made a three. It was literally 14 minutes left in the first half when they finally missed their first shot. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to remember when exactly Rob said that they yeah. finally first, like, they finally missed a shot. And it was, yeah, it yeah. was uh, crazy. Uh, crazy. Six minutes in before they finally missed a shot. I mean, they just could, they couldn't miss anything. Um, they couldn't. So, defense, we did have a little bit of foul trouble, which got me a little anxious in the first half, but we, we easily corrected, and it, it wasn't that bad because, you know, we only ended up with the 15 fouls, shockingly. But, mm-hmm. uh, but Rati had two fouls within five minutes of the game, and David also had two fouls in the first half. Um, but then neither one of them got any more fouls the rest of the game. So, wasn't, wasn't as dire as I thought it was the first half. But, anyhow... Mm-hmm. Um, just a little funny grievance. They literally had the same sound effects as Northwestern that we made fun of. Oh, they did? I couldn't hear them on Rob saying, mm-hmm. so I, I, I really yeah. couldn't tell. That's hilarious. It was funny, because I kept hearing the coin one, and I was just... Uh, Lord Jesus, that's so juvenile. I hate I it so much. Feeling I, so this, much. I was feeling nostalgia like I was playing, like, Super Nintendo Mario or something. <laughs> Um, you know, that little like coin noise. Anyway, that's, that, that was their sound effects. Um, right. So yeah. Offense. I have a few little grievances from that game. I just, Calvin's got to get stronger at the post. He really does. Um, and I know he's still young, but I just know there's so much more potential mm-hmm. there and I would just love to see him stronger and more aggressive. Like there was one time where he just, I totally kept, agree. He just got stripped completely. And I'm like, Come on, like I know it's there. I know it is there. Please, Mm -hmm. like get Mm -hmm. a little bit tougher. Which is which is so funny that you say that because there's so many times where he is like, it's it's very like on and off for him. Like there's sometimes he'll be like super strong down there in the paint, and he'll just like he will put his body into it. I mean, whether he's playing defense or doing offense, and he'll you know he'll put his body into it. And I think you're right. I think the fact that he's young. I mean, he's only a sophomore. You know. Um, which I mean, doesn't really mean too much because he's a starter, but at the same time, he is young and his body needs to, he just needs to put on some more LBs and like muscle so that he can throw his weight around. Cause he is so good. Like he can be super aggressive. He, I mean, he's all around, he knows how to hit the, you know, the, the twos and the layups. I mean, he knows how to get the rebounds. Like he's just, he's, he's going to be so good. He just needs to be like that all the time yeah, and not got, just on and off and it needs, he just needs to gain some more some more lb some more weight some more muscle so that he can do that all the time i think yeah. that a lot of times he just gets like over like he just gets because there's so many guys that are playing you know up against him that are like a older and b that are just bigger and so yeah. sometimes he just can't keep up yeah i just gotta see more it's not 
It's not enough. Um, right. Okay, I was I was just laughing. This is kind of more funny than a grievance, but okay, Gavin finally did do better this game a little bit on his free throws. He's four of six. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was funny because at first, and their commentators said something about it because he, like, asked for a clean ball. And it was, like, oh yeah, multiple times the last several games, like, every time he goes up the free throw line, he's, like, well, he wants a new ball. And I'm, like, honey, it ain't helping you. Like, just stick with that ball. It's not helping. Like, it's not any better. <laughs> the clean, the clean, non-sweaty ball isn't making a big difference in your shooting but skill. But as, as soon as I talked shit about it, he did make two of two. So I was like, okay, well, it finally worked. But, like, for real, I don't know if that's, like, giving an extra, like, mind block and it's just more time. Like, I wish he would just get up there and sink them. But anyways. Right. Um, and then I, of course, had, had the comment about Demir as well. Because literally it was an air ball three. Like, complete air ball. Like, didn't hit nothing. Didn't, well, and see, didn't hit anything. Um, I didn't know that because, again... Oh, um, oh yeah, because you weren't watching. Because I wasn't watching. Yeah. So, like, I don't think Rob made the comment that it was an air ball three. And so, literally, I was just like... Yeah. It was literally... Oh, shit, he made it three, yeah. Complete air ball. And it was like... I think Rob even said, like, as soon as he touches the, touched the ball, he shot it. And I'm just like, why? Exactly. Literally, as soon as the ball touches your hands, you do not need to be the one pulling the trigger on a three. Just don't. Do not. I was not, I was not no. pleased with that. No. But, but then at least he did come back and make the two free throws, so I was less irritated. But Yeah. That was it for my, that was it for my grievances. I know. I just still, I still, he, he, he is enigma, man. He just is an enigma. Like, I, again, like. I think he can be a good player. A, he just needs the time, and B, he just needs the freaking discipline to just wait. Just wait. Yeah, you're not doing yourself any favors if you're coming off the bench and as soon as you touch the ball, you airball it. Exactly. So why would they even put you back in again, brah? They're not, I yeah. mean, they're going to put you in if that's like a dire necessity at this point. And I know the season's pretty much almost over, but it's like, that's not how you get your ass into the game by just airballing a three every time you literally touch the ball yeah ridiculous ridiculous all right Jacqueline so what is your one word to describe the entire game give me your one word analysis and go mine was just relief because I really was like obviously it didn't last long but the first like six minutes when they weren't missing any shots I was like here we go. We're in for a long. We're in for a long afternoon. Um, and you know, yeah, it was a road. Was it was concerned. a. It was a road game. It was a long road game. We're already gonna have. We had just played that weekend. Then we go up there. It's just like a lot. And then we have two games this week. And I was like, this is just. This is gonna be tough. Like that's just a lot. To have four games within a week. Um, so it was just a relief to get that road win and look look fairly good. You know, coming out of it. So. I completely agree with that. I That's why my word was, again, uh, kind of similar in the fact that I put comeback because we had the night. It was a comeback in two different ways. It was a comeback because, obviously, we had just lost to Lamar, and that was kind of, again, like a little bit of a stinger, a heartbreaker right into the chest, and we weren't really prepared for that. And so this game was a nice comeback win from that loss, and then it was obviously also a comeback because we came back in the game to take control at the half and then just never let up on the gas on it. So I, I was very 
I was very relieved. Somebody use your word. I was very relieved the fact mm-hmm. that we were able to again get control of the game and cause them to start missing and actually have a decent shot at winning, which again we did. Um, but I was just I was really pleased that we were able to bounce back and come back after the loss to Lamar, take a deep breath and get our shit together. And again, because we were playing UCA. <laughs> who hasn't been playing fantastically all season. So, again, another game that we go into just assuming that we're going to win because it's we beat them once before, we can do it again. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's talk about license plates. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you know this, and if this point you don't know it, you should by now, because we've been talking about it in our podcast the entire season about these darn my plates, right? So those plain white Texas plates are just boring. You have to admit that. All they are literally are just plain white with the Texas on it. There's nothing special about it. I don't know why they changed it, but they did it. Now you have these plain white boring plates, and you're like, all right. What are we going to do? You know what you should do is get some awesome SFA purple plates. And that way you can be repping Lumberjack City on Yoka. And, and you should because real fans have my plates. And they are want to be. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No. Yeah, go. I, I want to hear what you guys say. They're so noticeable. They really are. Like I've had so many people comment on mine. And the other day I actually had to go into the office for an in-person client meeting and it's like a client of ours that, you know, comes by the office often and has seen my car multiple times. And uh, he was like, did you get a new car? And I was like, no, same one. Um, but I got new plates. And he was like, oh, I knew something looked different. So it's like, I mean, it just really is. They're very noticeable and people will notice them and comment on them. I it's totally agree. Plug. Anytime I'm driving around Nacogdoches, I swear, like I have people that you know, again, I don't want to like sound pretentious or like toot horns, but like, you know, because of the plates, they know who's in the car. So they'll like wave and be like, Hey, (laughs) like they know it's me before then they didn't know that it was me in the, in the car because it's just a, it's a, you know, plain old Jane white Santa Fe. Like, yeah. So if you're, if you're trying to sneak around, plates are not the thing for you, but (laughs) correct. Yeah. Like if you're trying to be anonymous, don't get my plates that are personalized. FYI, but since we have my plates that are personalized, which again, as a reminder, you can get one year, three year, five year terms, our five year personalized plates, everybody knows who the heck we are. You know, um, if you get those five year plates, whenever you renew those, which you should, so after the five years, we'll renew our plates and guess how much money SFA will get when you renew that five year personalized plate? 400 doll hairs. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot. It is a lot, $400. I mean, when you originally buy your plates, it's $250 from the purchase. And then basically you are doubling it. I mean, you're getting, they're getting $400. It's just insane. So if you have, you know, multiple people buying five-year plates or hell, even the one-year, the one-year background only plate, that's 50 bucks. That's 50 bucks. So SFA is still getting a chunk of that money, right? So it's just a really cool way to celebrate not really celebrate. Yeah, I guess celebrate. Yeah. Celebrate your love for SFA, to honor SFA, to also support SFA Lumberjack Athletics, and really just 
you know, purple pride it out represent. It's really easy to buy. Go to myplates.com slash lumberjacks. You can actually get a $50 rebate. Um, also, if you already have a MyPlate design, like if you have a, you know, UT, Boo, A&M, Boo, Texas Tech, or even if you had just like a fun one that says like, come and get it on it. You can totally just restyle those and for pay $50 and get the new, new MyPlate shipped directly to your home. Because I'm sure some of you are probably sitting there like, well, I already have a MyPlate, but it's just not SFA. But I totally would get a MyPlate that is SFA. Well, cool. Then all you have to do is just make a quick call to customer service and pay 50 bucks and boom, bam, bazinga, you got your new plates. Super easy. So again, go to myplates.com slash lumberjacks and order yours today. We love our plates. We're so thankful for our plates and so happy that they had, again, there's no shock, but they had our uh, personalization needs available. Um, I would would have been shocked if our specific personalization was an option, but um, yeah, so yeah. we love our plates. We do. Anytime, anytime we go anywhere separately and like we meet up, we always try and park so that our plates like read correctly left or right. Um, <laughs> anywho, so I don't think we have any fan comments from that game. I think just pretty much everybody kind of feels the same way we did after that game was just relief. The fact that we were able to come back, have a strong, you know, win against a decent team. Um, and so I think everybody's kind of on the same page there. Obviously, if you're listening to this, we've already played ACU, so we already kind of know how that turns out. But we'll be recording that episode tomorrow. We just need a few more days to kind of lick our wounds and mourn the loss and move on. But again, it'll be a nice nice kind of segue into uh, the games on Saturday. So tell us about those games on Saturday, Jacqueline. So on Saturday, it is the last, well, last regular season. Um, So it's a doubleheader at Sam Houston in Huntsville, Prisonville, whatever you want to call it. Um, Prisonville. The the ladies play at two and the guys play at five. So we are going to make that little trip on down there. Anybody who wants to hop aboard, submit your applications. <laughs> Select few will only be approved and do attending. No, so yeah, the really good way to go and support your Jacks, it's the last game of the season, last game ever in the Southland Conference. Again, thank God, hallelujah, praise, six-pound, eight-ounce baby Jesus. Um, <laughs> just so ready to be over it. But I'm also so ready to just kind of be over the season. This season's just been a wild season. I mean, it's been rough from yeah. freaking beginning to end. I mean, our first games of the year were canceled. You know, it's just it just didn't set up set us up for a very good season. And the fact that we had other trees, other trees, other games canceled, and then other people did not have games canceled, and then that just means that they have more games and more wins than us. And it's just like a whole hell mess. And then we have Nichols, who's just an absolute shit sack. And didn't even play two of the top three teams in the freaking freaking yeah conference, and then they could possibly win either the title or at least a share of the title. I, I think like, I think they have at least a share of it. Well, they can honestly yeah all the way off. They can, at this point, yeah. like I don't even know who I would want, even want to cheer for in the the conference <laughs> tourney. Like at this point, I just I'm over everybody. 
Like usually if for some reason we're not in it, then there's somebody that I'll cheer for and be like, go get them. I don't know. I'm just over it. You know who I'm cheering for in the conference tourney? Freaking Lady Jacks. That's who I'm cheering for. The men can honestly just take a big old dump. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, we're going up to San Houston on Saturday. We're excited. Going to see a lot of people there. Um, I know we've already talked to a bunch of people that are planning on attending as well. So hopefully we'll have a decent crowd coming from Nacogdoches down to Huntsville to what Peyton calls William R. Johnson South. <laughs> I love that too. I love it so much. I do too. Um, remind me to pack the Prilosec and yes. Tums because I always get like queasy when I go into Huntsville. It just gives me a bad tummy because it's just so gross. I know. We, we got to decide... If we're going to eat before we go or if we're going to eat there. Because I almost feel like anytime we go, we don't, like, we don't hang out anywhere there. Like, we just go to the gym and go to the game and then come right back. I know. I will have to just look and see what kind of food. I'm sure there's some place decent to eat around there. But since the ladies play at 2, and it's like a, how long of a drive is it? Like an hour and a half, two hours? No, I, I would say more like an hour and a half. It's not really, it's so not too bad. Almost might as well eat before we leave. We're not going to leave till 1230. Mm. I don't know. Okay. We, we got to figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. We, we, got a, we got a day. We have tomorrow to talk about it and see what we're going to do. Yeah. We'll just have to look and see and Google Huntsville restaurants and see if there's anything even like that sounds appetizing. Yeah. I know there's a couple places that, because I have a few friends that obviously just horrible choices and made to St. Houston and they went to St. Houston and got degrees there. Um, but they did go there. So they do talk about, um, yeah, they ask, do talk about a few places, but I would have to look up their menus. I don't really know. Yeah. Ask for some recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. I may post on, in, on, uh, the, the book of the faces and yeah. ask them if they have any good restaurant options yeah. and if it doesn't sound appeasing then we'll just eat here where we know we won't get food poisoned or shit spit <laughs> in our drinks <laughs> yeah yikes anywho all right hope everybody has a great day hope you enjoy listening to our uca podcast and always remember to do axe and jacks with alex and jacks <laughs>